0: mm <laughs> What's up everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 210 and we're going to talk about a game, a collection of games that I've hesitated to cover here on Remember the Game for quite a long time since... The early days of Remember the Game. Everybody knows Super Mario All-Stars, right? Maybe not everyone's played it, but everybody knows what this game is all about. And that's not why I hesitated. We've covered lots of games on the podcast where people already know the ins and outs of them. It's just that we've already covered all four of the games... Featured in this collection Super Mario Brothers 3 was remember the game number 16 Mario Brothers lost levels was remember the game number 26 Mario Brothers 2 was remember the game number 52 and the original Super Mario Brothers was remember the game number 150 so I was a little bit concerned that there wouldn't be much to say about any of these because we've already gone through each game and these all-star re-releases are just prettier versions of those games I didn't know if there was enough meat on the bone but but then I started playing Mario all-stars on my switch again and I remember just how fucking incredible these remasters look and then I got thinking about the incredible value that was offered in this collection and how it added save files and how this was the first time a lot of us got a glimpse of lost levels and I decided you know what if we can bang out a podcast about Tetris or duck hunt we can find a way to make a podcast about Super Mario All-Stars because this collection is superb and as such it deserves its own episode of a subpar podcast so my buddy David Ray is my guest this week he was actually my guest for the Mario 2 Lost Levels and Super Mario Brother episodes of Remember the Game as well so it just seems like the perfect fit we got into Mario All-Stars and what makes it great for sure 100% but then we also just talked about retro game collections and compilations how common they are now the value they offer, the NES games we'd like to see get the all-star treatment, stuff like that. This turned out to just end up kind of becoming a discussion about these types of collections as opposed to 100% about Mario All Stars. About 50 50. More All Stars talk than not, but we get into a lot of other things too. Uh, and frankly, I think it turned out better than I expected it was going to when we sat down to record. And we're going to get there in just a minute because speaking of stuff that turns out to be a lot better than you expect it to be, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game Infamous Intro. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. Consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun. We talk about video games and all that stuff. It's not like it's not all just advertisements or anything like that. Uh, you know what? Our, adver- our, our intro is like the first couple levels in Super Mario Brothers, where you can almost play it on autopilot. I four one was always when Super Mario Brothers would get tough for me as a kid. That was when Lakitu would show up, and that's when things would start to go wrong for me. But our intro is like worlds one through three. Just relax, look for a warp zone. And have a good time. But if you do want to skip it, if you're just here for Mario All-Stars talk, go about 30 minutes from now. Skip ahead about 30 minutes, you'll be into Mario All-Stars, and we'll rock and roll, all right? I got to get my plugs out of the way. I know I said the intro's not plugs, and now it's plugs, but this is the only—I I just got to get my plugs out of the way right now. Uh, we have merchandise, hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, tank tops, posters, all rocking art, hand-drawn by my man Joe at 4545creative.com. You can check out all of our merchandise at rememberthegamepodcast.com if you are interested. It is a great way— To support us here at RTG. And if you're not. If you're you're like. I don't do close. It's fucking. The entire planet is hot right now. We don't need clothes. Then you can always just consider supporting us on Patreon. It is a great. Incredibly cheap. Ridiculously valued way. To support us here at Remember the Game. For just $2 a month. You get two extra podcasts every week. Every week, you get exclusive access to my gaming news show, Game Patch. Every Friday, where I look at all the biggest news in modern video games, and I add in my opinions and some profanity and stuff. And Expansion Pass goes live every Thursday, and it's a different show every week. We do game rankings. We look back at characters, consoles. We do some comedy episodes. There's game reviews. This past week, for Expansion Pass number 123, uh, I reviewed WWE 2K22. I've been getting asked for my thoughts on it for quite a while now. I think most of you know I'm a pretty big wrestling game fan. And I figured I finally have played enough of it to pull the trigger and give it a review. Uh it's not perfect. It's certainly not my favorite wrestling game ever, but I don't think it's bad. I think there's a nice skeleton there for them to build uh build upon for WWE 2K23 and I hope they do it without managing to completely fuck it up. And as is becoming tradition during the infamous intro, here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, my WWE 2K22 review. <laughs> And I listen, I respect the fact that they tried so hard to make every scenario make it so something works whether someone's standing on the ring apron, someone's leaning against the ropes, someone's leaning against the turnbuckles, running off the ropes, getting up half up, this all the way up, whether you're holding them. There's tons of different ways to attack somebody and there was obviously going to be some collision detection issues. That is not new to the 2K games. I don't think this is the worst wrestling game I've ever played with that, but there are times where it does get a little bit sloppy. The other thing I found sloppy with the controls, sometimes interacting with the environment and the stuff that's laying around can be a pain in the ass. I find climbing the turnbuckles to be a pain in the ass because sometimes your guy won't climb, he'll just taunt or he'll fucking step out of the ring and it's, again, this isn't the first game to do it, but it can be very frustrating. You're trying to pick up a weapon. I got boned so many times in this game because I was standing right beside a ladder and I was hitting the left bumper, which is how I'm supposed to pick it up, but my guy wouldn't pick it up because I wasn't standing in exactly the right spot. So that's now available on our archives. And this week for Expansion Pass number 124, I'm going to do an old school ranking episode. It's been a while since I did a ranking episode. And uh, I have played so many retro games for the first time since I launched Remember the Game over four years ago. It has been years of just discovering retro titles that I might have missed as a lad. Uh, So this week I'm going to count down the top 10 retro games I've played for the first time since launching remember the game it'll be my new discovery top 10 new discovery retro games uh, so again two bucks Get you two additional podcasts every week, plus instant access to over 200 archived podcasts. Plus, you get to join our Remember the Game Discord. You get a chance to vote on our Patreon poll at the end of every month. You get the ability to submit comments to be read on all of our podcasts. You can DM with me, and you get a shout-out here on the podcast and get to hear me mispronounce your name, like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to our newest Patreons. <sighs> luis m mora max power i love the simpsons references shifty looking thane chase Mo- Mostrum. sheik your ah uh, chic your booty i get it sheik your booty justin mystic justice coughlin that's hard to say fleeticus of Worcestershire. fuck me fleeticus that that name's gonna fuck me up every time i say it uh raven dark mike uh, Michael Prajas. sorry, Michael. Kev, that one I can say. Richard Barbaria, Ber- Ber- Barrera, Barrera. Ah, Richard Barrera. Michael Sazbo, Maurice Del Taco, Kevin Norris, Phil M, Arthur Signs, Tristan McSquish, Tad Pole, Eric Christensen, and Michael jo- Jobes Jobs. I'm sure I fucked up most of those, but either way, that, holy cow, that was maybe the roughest group of shout outs we've ever done. Thank you all so much and welcome to Remember the Game Industries. If you're interested, more information is at patreon.com rememberthegame and do not forget 5% of our Patreon poll or of me, of our Patreon income every month is going to be added to a pool that we're going to donate to the Stollery Children's Hospital this December as part of my 24-hour charity stream. We're over $1,500 already, so you get a ton of new podcasts. I get to do a good deed. I keep my lights on. It's wins all around. Uh, So there there you go. No more Patreon plugs till the very end of the show. And uh, you can find me on Twitch if you're interested. Twitch.tv slash game. I have no real schedule. I just get on there whenever I can. And sometimes I play stuff. Sometimes I build Lego. Sometimes I just talk. It's fun. And I never beg for subs or anything. So it's a pretty stress-free stream if you're interested. Twitch.tv slash game. That's enough. blowing myself, let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. I read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming-related, but not always. And we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey! Get into the spirit! <laughs> let's blow and... I'll be honest with you, like, we get 60, 70, 80, 90 comments a week now, sometimes. And I pick six or seven for blowing in the cartridge. And for those of you that are wondering, like, what's the process of how I pick these, there really isn't one. I just read through them. And if something catches my eye or I think I can give a good answer to it, I read it. I get a lot of messages in blowing in the cartridge just saying, hey, uh your show helps me get through the day your show helped me get through a difficult time I really do appreciate those I don't read a ton of them on the podcast because I feel like I suck my own dick on this show enough as it is but know that I read all those and I appreciate them uh the point I wanted to make is most weeks I just pick a bunch of random comments but for some reason this week there happened to be a bunch of comments asking me about are you ever going to cover this game or what do you think of this game and so I just thought all right well you know what For a very rare instance, I'm going to stick to a theme and just stick to questions like that this week. So I got a whole bunch of them. Uh, So this will be a much more video game centric blowing in the cartridge segment than normal. Luis Benitez wrote in and said, hey, Adam, long time listener, first time commentator. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. I believe you, Luis, but I get a lot of those. Um, And people lie because they fucking anyways. Uh, So I've heard over a couple of episodes and i don't know why what's with all the hate toward assassins creed i personally love that game and i have to agree it's been a lot of games coming out year after year with pretty much the same type of gameplay so i want to know why do you hate it so much please don't put me on probation no no you're not on probation you're safe um i i just want to i i don't hate assassins creed i'm not sure if it comes across that i just don't i don't care about them it's just indifference like i just i played the first one and i didn't love it and then I played the second one and I didn't love it. And then I started to realize, like, they do very much have that formula. And I don't care about history. And I just I just kind of got bored of them. So it's not that I hate them. I just... I It's complete and utter indifference. I, that's all, like, that's what it comes down to. There's a different, like, hate, for example. Like, what do I hate? Echo the Dolphin. I fucking hate Echo the Dolphin. I don't hate Assassin's Creed. I just, you know don't say hi to it at parties. That's all it is. So I don't hate it for the record. Uh, thanks for writing in Luis or Lewis. I'm going to go with Luis because Luis sounds cooler. Uh, Catherine Clark wrote in and said, I would love to get a remember the game episode about the last of us before the remake comes out that game completely changed gaming for me and raised my standard for all games to follow i know they're remaking it in less than a month but they've said a lot of the mechanics and gameplay will be different it would be fun to revisit the original game and remember why this game is so deserving of a remake in the first place so uh first of all i'm a massive last of us fan if you didn't know and for months i have been talking about how that that i don't think the remake is necessary at all i'm gonna buy it Because I love The Last of Us. I can't help myself. And it does. The more I see of it. The more I'm like. This isn't just a right click. Save as PS5 game. And sell it. Like. They are cleaning it up. And changing it for sure. And I'm excited to play it. Um, As far as an episode of. Remember the game. About The Last of Us. It is coming. Mark McHugh. Is going to be the guest. We've already talked about it. Um, But we're saving it. For a milestone number. So I can't imagine, like, I'll be honest, like, I think there's only two episodes of the show left, maybe three, since the Last of Us re- until the Last of Us remake comes out. We won't be able to get it in before then. Last of Us is one of my top three or four favorite video games of all time so we will talk about it but it's probably going to be either episode 250 or episode 300 I I want it to be a milestone I want to replay the original before we review it and there's just no way I'm going to be able to sneak it in before the the remake comes down I will be reviewing the the remake on expansion pass though I could guarantee you that so you will get it just probably not before the remake comes out but yeah fuck yeah i love goddamn last of us that shit's the best uh another i didn't plan on this but uh m mora wrote another Luis wrote in and said hey adam i just signed up for the patreon i just signed up on patreon for the first time i love your show very much oh thank you very much Luis. i'm hoping you'll get to the sly cooper games one day in the future i know you don't like stealth games and i don't know if you'll like these games or not but i promise you'll care for the main characters stay cool that's a nice sign-off. No one ever tells me to stay cool. That's nice. I didn't think I was cool. Um, but thanks a lot for the support, uh, Luis. Welcome to the Patreon and everything. Uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in playing Sly Cooper. We've had Sly Cooper on a couple of our Patreon polls, and it just hasn't gotten over the hump and hasn't gotten there. But I have. My buddy Darren lent me... I can't remember how many of them I have. I know I've got at least the original one here. And I, I promise you, I, I will... Before Remember the Game dies someday, I will... I will 1 million percent guarantee there will be an episode about Sly Cooper. I don't know if I'll love it or not either. The art style and everything intrigues the shit out of me, but I do hate stealth games. So I'm getting pulled in two directions, but we we will cover Sly Cooper at some point. I guarantee it. Uh, Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo, that is the worst name I ever heard, wrote in and said, Ahoy there, Adam. Since you're revisiting games from earlier episodes, do you plan to do that for Mega Man 2 as well? If you do, do you have any plans on playing it on difficult? I remember you mentioning that Mega Man 2 is easier than the other games in the series, but that's because normal is actually easy mode, well difficult is normal and more in line with the other Mega Mans. Besides from damage and health, it changes some things with enemies as well. Uh, it would be interesting to hear what you think of the actual standard difficulty for Mega Man 2, especially since you enjoyed it for being more relaxing, if I remember correctly. Uh, so yeah, so if you don't know uh, what he's talking about with revisiting episodes, beginning with episode 105, every episode that ends in five, I've revisited a game we covered in the early days of the show because I hate the early episodes of the podcast. And we covered Mega Man 2, fuck me, it was episode four or five, like way back in the early days. We will, for so to answer your uh, first question, we will absolutely we be revisiting Mega Man 2 at some point, Junior Jojo. One billion percent, or Joey Jojo, pardon me. One billion percent. I have played it on difficult as well. I still stand by the fact that I think it's one of the easier Mega Mans. Um, it does make it more difficult, but like I still think I find it easier than Mega Man 3, Mega Man 2. Mega Man 4 was pretty easy. I don't remember Mega Man 5 and 6 as well. But I still find it to be one of the easier Mega Man's. But yes, we will definitely, I'll definitely replay it before we review it, just because any excuse to play Mega Man. And we will 100% sometime in the episode 200s, we will be revisiting Mega Man 2. Bet your ass on that. Spiro the Hero wrote in and said, "Is Blank from Final Fantasy IX secretly you? He has his eye covered, which I figured was your lazy one." And maybe the reason, early game spoiler, he gets petrified in the forest is because his asthma slowed him down. And spoiler. So for the record, I don't think that's a big spoiler. And it's like an old game. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, No, but it is part of the reason Final Fantasy IX is one of my favorite Final Fantasies because there's a character named Blank. And like... That's fucking awesome. Uh, Spiro continued on a serious note. Would you ever consider doing episodes of Remember the Game about ROM hacks ROM slash fan-made games? Maybe comparisons to the original. There's a lot of crazy stuff out there for just Super Mario World, Mario 64, Banjo-Kazooie, Mario Kart, etc. So this is something I get asked about sometimes. In my, I've never played a ROM hack or a fan-made game of any type. Um, and before you yell at me or anything for it, It's not that I'm opposed to them. The main... Like, I don't want to fuck around with them on PC. I fucking hate PCs. You know I hate playing on PC. And I know that they could probably be added to my mini consoles. I just suck at that stuff too. I have hacked them. But it was a goddamn... It was like pulling teeth. Um, My big thing is like, I don't know... I don't quite know what I would do with them for the podcast. I don't know if I want to do an episode of Remember the Game about a ROM hack. Because it's not really a retro game. It's like a fan-made modern game of a retro game. Maybe someday on Expansion Pass. Um, But right now, I have so many legitimate retro games that I still have to get to for the show. That, yeah, fucking around with trying to get them to work and downloading them. And fucking around my goddamn PC. Fuck, I hate messing with my PC. And any of that stuff. Just isn't something I see myself finding time to do in the immediate to near future. The one exception is Ninja Turtles Rescue Palooza, which I still really want to get around to playing. And then I'd like to reach out to the creator and ask them to come on the show. But as far as ROM hack reviews, maybe someday, but not something I'm planning to do in the immediate future. So I hope that answers your question. Thanks, Spiro. Gust of Wind said, will you ever do an episode on Donkey Kong Jungle Beat? I'm assuming Donkey Kong Jungle Beat are those ones you had to play with the two bongo drums. Uh, Never say never, but I've never played them. And it's not like that's the type of game that I can just download off the eShop and play. So I won't say I'll never review it, but I'd have to track. And please, nobody send me. I'm not saying send me a copy. Don't send me a copy. Um, If there was, you know, maybe someday I'll, if I ever see one at a good price or something, I'll pick it up. But I've never played it to review it. And yeah, I'd have to track down the bongos and all that fucking stuff i do love donkey kong though so uh, maybe maybe someday and then finally it's letter time it's letter time poco wrote in and said hi adam i'm back on the patreon again well welcome back poco just wondering what game would you say had the biggest discrepancy between how much you thought you were going to like it and how much you actually actually liked it what was the biggest letdown and what was the most pleasant surprise so this kind of ties into expansion pass tomorrow where i'm gonna rank uh, my 10 favorite games that I've played since launching Remember the Game. But if I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. uh, Maybe you're just talking about any game, period. But I stuck with games I played for the podcast. The game that disappointed me the most uh, that I played for the show is probably Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Just because I wanted to love it. Because I love the Metroidvania genre. And I just didn't... I mean, you can go back and listen to the episode. I just didn't like it that much. I... And I know I took shit for it and I get it, but I just, I think it was so built up in my head as like one of the greatest games of all time. And I really love that genre. And then I played it and I was like, this looks nice, but every aspect of this has been done so much better now. I just had a hard time getting into it. So, uh, sorry to Castlevania fans but symphony of the nights, probably my biggest disappointment as far as the game I've played on the podcast that surprised me the most in a pleasant way. Need for speed. Most wanted is up there. Uh, Bully is up there, but I would say Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is probably the game. If you told me five years ago that Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic would be one of my favorite RPGs of all time, I probably would have slapped you in the face because I never played it back then. I'd never seen a Star Wars movie, but then I, when Disney Plus came out, I finally watched all the Star Wars movies, and then when KOTOR won our Patreon poll, I finally played it, and despite the fact that like I could barely understand the combat system for the first half of that game because I've never played a game like that before, Uh, And despite the fact that it is a little bit slow, at least to start, I completely fell in love with KOTOR. And a lot of that just has to do with HK-47, who's one of the greatest party members in the history of RPGs. But Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic would probably be my biggest surprise and yeah Castlevania Symphony night would unfortunately be my biggest disappointment so thanks for writing in poco and thanks to everybody that wrote in on blowing in the cartridge this week we got to move on uh let's change things up and let's get into our smash hit segment the official game show of remember the game industries play one remake one erase one <laughs> And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Every week I give our patrons three retro video games. They can play one as it was released, remake one as a modern game, and the third game is erased from time, forever and as always there are no wrong answers but there is a right one we'll get there in a minute and this time around i went with three of the best platformers on the snes considering we're talking about a collection of great platform i hate when people say snes i shouldn't have done that super nintendo but anyway i went with three of the best platformers on the snes it's super mario world yoshi's island and the first donkey kong country and 53 percent of you Said that you would play Super Mario World, remake Donkey Kong Country, and erase Yoshi's Island. And listen, I agree with that logic. If we're assuming that if we erase Super Mario World or we erase Donkey Kong Country, it'll have drastic impacts on the future of those franchises. But as you may or may not know, there are no set rules for what impact racing a game has on the future. It's all subjective, which is what makes this game so clever. Uh, and without that in mind, without worrying about ruining the franchises, I don't know if I would go with 53% of you. We had almost 100 comments this week picking your play remake in a race so i could not pick all of them obviously i picked a few 92 comments fuck me uh let's see what a few of you had to say here and then i'll tell you what the right answer was cornelius talmage wrote in and said play super mario world because it's very rare that you need to remake a mario game remake yoshi's island into something a little bit less annoying than erase that donkey as i've never really liked his games <laughs> Oh fuck. I'm a huge Donkey Kong Country fan. So like I I'm not going to put you on double secret probation cuz you're entitled to your opinion and I just said that I didn't really like uh Assassin's Creed even though people love Assassin's Creed. So I can't I can't oh boy, single secret probation. I can't go all the way on you Cornelius cuz you're entitled to your opinion, but my good eye is twitching. How can you not like Donkey Kong? Fuck whoa you fucking kids uh Jean leblanc wrote in and said super mario world is a perfect game you already know that how about a donkey kong country remake called donkey kong mania same snes graphics but with a best of soundtrack of all three games same for the levels and characters with a few new features of course i would buy that without hesitation i'd actually buy that too yoshi's island has never been in my it was never in my house back in the day so erasing it is not a big loss for me I can, see. Now there you go. You went with the popular consensus of play Mario, remake Donkey Kong, erase Yoshi's Island. Logic makes sense. I will say, an all-star collection of Donkey Kong Country from the Super Nintendo sounds. I would. I fucking day one buy that as well. I get you. Uh, Trash Taroth wrote in and said, "Easy breezy lemons. This one erase Donkey Kong Country. I've never cared for the series and much preferred. Oh, oh fuck. And much preferred Donkey Kong 64. I." i don't know if anyone knows this like i fucking hate that game we've not covered it on the podcast it's the one donkey kong game i've played i fucking hate that goddamn game other than the rap oh oh donkey kong country 64 makes my fucking head spin the fucking game oh my god i don't know if i can if i can get through the rest of your comment trash jaroth i never cared for donkey kong country and i prefer whoa oh fuck uh, tra- oh, 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 Trash Taroth continues Remake Super Mario World I think making it a 3D Mario game Would look and feel great <sighs> No Mario's better in 2D We're- Fuck me And then play Yoshi's Island It's alright how it is And subsequent titles are better anyway I have no idea If you know that I prefer my Mario in 2D And don't like Donkey Kong 64 Or And like and you're fucking with me Or if these are just honest opinions But oh, oh, Trash Taroth Oh my god, my fucking teeth hurt right now because I'm grinding my fucking jaw so hard. Oh fuck! Zach Efron wrote in and said, "Play Donkey Kong Country because those graphics were revolutionary for the time, and a remake wouldn't have the same impact." I actually agree with that. Remake Super Mario World: the possibilities are endless, and making a side scroller with Mario Odyssey-like graphics will be very nice on the eyes. Delete Yoshi's World. This is an ugly redheaded stepchild of Super. This is the ugly red-headed stepchild of Super Mario World. It's Yoshi's Island. But I i mean, I, I can get on. Like, I like Yoshi's Island. I'm a little surprised it's getting the hate it is from so many people. But that's fair enough, Zac Efron. And Tristan McSquish. I love that handle. Wrote in and said, first time voting on this, though. So I've been playing off and on. I've been playing off of post-it notes at work for a while now. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, This one's already difficult to start with. I'll play Yoshi's Island because it's the game I remember pretending to be sick from school to be able to play without my older brother or sister getting into it first. I know this game like the back of my hand. I'll remake Donkey Kong Country as it's the first game my older brother and I actually played together without fighting. I was normally Donkey. He was always Diddy. Well, this originally annoyed me, I got better by the end of the deal by playing as his sweet, non-playable characters in Kirby Superstar. Sadly, I'll have to erase Super Mario World as I don't have a strong tie to it and the only tie i do have is from going to my grandfather's when i was a kid and they had an snes i was always uncomfortable being there so while super mario world was a great comfort at the time my love for the others is just stronger i can see if you're gonna raise super mario world that's the logic that i could be like all right fair enough you played the other two more fair enough i can't get mad at that fair enough uh 16 percent of you voted the way I did this week. I had to think hard about this one, including Jim Johnston, who said, play Donkey Kong Country because it's already the best game Nintendo has ever released. (laughs) That's bold. Remake Super Mario World because it would look great with updated graphics and delete Yoshi's Island because it does nothing for me. Now, I don't agree with your logic. I don't think on any of those, but I do agree with your order, Jim Johnston. I myself would play Donkey Kong Country because I love that game. I still think it looks great. I still think it plays great. I... Can't think of a single thing I would change other than maybe I'd make it a little bit harder. But other than that, Donkey Kong Country is fire. I would remake Super Mario World only because I've played it so many times. I would remake it and just give me DLC, give me more content, more playable characters. That's all I want. Just I don't need to change it. Just give me more of it. That's all. And then I'm gonna erase Yoshi's Island. And I really tried to come up with a reason not to erase Yoshi's Island. I really like this game a lot. It's really fucking good. I just can't bring myself to push Donkey Kong Country or Super Mario World off the ledge. Those are two of my favorite video games ever. Whereas Yoshi's Island is just a really good platformer. So I'm I'm fucking sorry, Yoshi's. I really like that game. I'll try not to make them this hard again in the future. Because I didn't want to erase one of them. So I understand why so many of you yelled at me for it. Uh, thanks to everyone that played along. What have I been up to over the last seven days? And then we'll get into Super Mario All-Stars. Uh, I've mostly been playing two games. I've been playing Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, which if you followed me on Twitter or Instagram or in our Discord, I, <laughs> I have broken up slash rage quit with this game at least three times during my playthrough. I was so sick of this game's crap, but then I kept coming back. So it did something right that it kept hooking me. What a weird fucking game. We will be reviewing Oddworld Abe's Odyssey in the coming weeks here on Remember the Game for all of you PS1 fans. I have a lot to say about that fucking game. Some good, some bad. I don't remember, I don't ever remember a game where I was like, there are aspects of this game that I think are a 10 and there are aspects of this game that I think are a 1. It's fucking really weird. So we'll get into that uh in the coming weeks here on remember the game and then i've been playing spider-man miles morales on my ps5 and it's fucking excellent i'll probably review it on expansion pass when i'm done even though it's a little bit late uh it's got me more excited for spider-man 2 than i was for before because venom's gonna be in it and i forgot just how much fun it is to play a game where you whip around a city dressed as spider-man Um, those are the two primary games I've been playing. A couple other games I'm playing for the pod, but you'll find out about them when it's time, all right? Let's talk Super Mario All-Stars. That's why you're all here. I like to give our listeners a chance to sound off on the game we're talking about before my guest and I hog the microphone. A couple of comments from our patrons. Christopher Hughes wrote in and said, I was 11 years old when this game released. The games I already loved at the graphical capacity of the SNES all on one cartridge was a magical experience. Does my memory serve me that there was also a version that included Super Mario World? There was, Christopher. I will say for our review this week, we primarily stick to the version without Super Mario World, but we do touch on that cartridge as well. So we will get into that a little bit. Uh, Arthur Signs, sorry if I said your name wrong, Arthur, wrote in and said, Super Mario All-Stars, because Super Mario World wasn't enough Mario. It gave the OG Super Mario Brothers a much-needed facelift, gave us access to the Lost Levels, which despite owning All-Stars as a kid, I finally played... Through it on the Switch because of you, Adam, and fuck is that game hard. It's one of the hardest games I've ever played. Uh, we had the fun but weird Super Mario Bros. 2, but most importantly, it brought back Super Mario Bros. 3. And I don't care what anybody says, this is the best Mario game and made an already great-looking and playing game even better. I mean, I slightly disagree that Mario 3 is the best Mario game, but I do think it's like a top three Mario game. And I do agree that it made an already great looking and playing game even better. We're just going to oh my God, that game is so good. Lord Finish said, this is awesome. Hands down the best remake slash remaster in history. I never played this in my SNES days, but picked it up in my later years as an adult. What a way to experience your childhood favorites. This is the standard, I think, whenever I play play one, remake one, erase one. Absolute goat. So we get into that. Is this the best remaster ever made? And that's something we're going to get into a little bit more on the podcast you're about to hear. I think there's a serious argument that this might be like, I mean, we used usually, and I think I use this example on the podcast, but like. To me, it's a difference from like a full-blown remake. You look at you know, Resident Evil 2 Remake versus Resident Evil 2, I don't put that in the same discussion as Super Mario Bros. 3 on the All-Stars package versus Super Mario Bros. 3, the original version, because it's just a remaster where they cleaned it up. But I think it's definitely an example of the best remasters ever, 100%. And Stephen Parnell wrote in and said, loved playing this game and kept me entertained for hours as a kid. I also used to play it with my dad, so I have very fond memories of this collection. As I assume just about anybody that grew up with this collection does. How can you say a bad word about Super Mario all-stars it's straight fire it i'm not gonna ruin the score i give it but i will tell you all right now it is one of the incredibly rare games that is sniffing around my elusive perfect score rating whether it got it or not you're gonna have to listen and find out and you can do that right now i'm gonna cue up some music Even the music in this game is fire. And when it stops, my buddy David and I are going to take another look at Super Mario All Stars for the SNES, which originally released in North America on August 11th, 1993. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Let's go. All right, so uh, joining me via the Blank Phone this week is a longtime friend of the show, the gentleman of Remember the Game Industries, my buddy David Ray. David, how's it hanging, man?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I, I just realized that the gentleman of, of Remember the Games, like, I realize that now that that's, like, my uh, uh, wrestler persona now. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, like a... I look
0: at you as, like, Remember the Games' William Regal, except you're not, <laughs> except you're not like, a heel. You're, like, a nice guy. But, like... Yeah, like you're just yeah, easily the regal. classiest, most elegant of all of my guests. Not that that's saying much, but yeah, still.
1: R- regal when he's like the in charge of NXT or whatever.
0: Yeah, he like, yeah, yeah, like the modern class. Ah, God, I love William Regal so much. So um, good. I wish you had the, if you had an accent, it'd be per- no, it does though no, it does okay it doesn't no make. I anyway, nope that's a bad yeah. choice. The city of great <laughs> the city right of know. Great Britain shit all over me if we started doing that. So the city of Great Britain. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You okay? So in case I guess. Every once in a while, now that we get new listeners, I get somebody asking about like the lore of Remember the Game, and one of them is the city of Great Britain, and all it is was, there was a listener from Great Britain that gave me a really bad review like two years ago, and just oh, yeah. called me like a rambling idiot and shit all over the show, and which is true, I, I like I am a rambling review. idiot, yeah, yeah. Exactly. and so anyway, I said, I, as a joke, I said something along the lines of like, you and all the other people in the city of Great Britain, and it just stuck. And so now, yeah, for all of you listening uh, on the other side of the pond, I, I'm fully aware that Great Britain is not a city. It's like a town or something. But I I just stick with the bit for the sake of trying to piss that one person Yeah, I think
1: off. it's like a county maybe. Yeah, like I a, think. Like a shire.
0: I thought it was just a farm outside of a, like a pub. I don't, anyways. Uh, <laughs> don't yell at me, Europe. Anyway. Uh, so we're talking Mario All-Stars this week. And, mm-hmm. dude, I got to say, I part of me is surprised it took 210 episodes to get to yeah. Mario All-Stars. But at the same yeah. time, part of me is like, on this podcast, we've reviewed Mario 1, 2, 3, and Lost Levels. You've done most of them. And yeah. so I was kind of like, is there enough here for another episode? But I've been replaying this on my Switch, and I forgot just how remarkably excellent this compilation is. And I was like, nah, we're going to show this package. Some love Mario all stars yeah. is fire, man. It's incredible.
1: It, I, I think it was like, I think it was the thing that killed the NES. Finally. Like, obviously it was a, going to go away, but as soon as you release all of the Mario games and that you update the graphics, like,
0: and you add uh, saves, which we'll get to, but it so has that- saves. My God.
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah, you you have say yeah. Everything about it just like, uh, just shows off that yeah. You don't need the old NES anymore. No, you, you want to buy it because even if you were like a kid with NES and you you were like, oh, I don't want to get the Super Nintendo or I can't get it or whatever. Like that would inspire you. Like man, I I love the graphics because that was the thing that floored me when I saw um, uh, Super Mario All Stars is like you know what there's like backgrounds and stuff and it moved like it moved like in 3d like they 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 scroll like they do in uh super mario world and
0: everything dude like i've been replaying mario 3 on it lately and like like so this package came out in 1993 so it's 29 years old and it Mm. still looks magnificent like it is all four of these games are gorgeous gorgeous like it's it so I'll ask you, like, I don't know if this is the first ever remaster. I don't know if that would be what it is, but like I will I will go I will I will I will plant my flag in the sand right now and say this still this package still after 30 years stands up against some of the best remasters I've ever seen. Not full-blown remakes. That's a whole different right. thing. Like Resident That's Evil 2 thing. remake to the original Resident Evil 2 is a it's a whole different game with the same story. This is just, right. we took the same basic engine and just polished it all up. And it is, yeah. in, like, very few games have done it this well. It's so good. It makes me wish that we had gotten more. Like, I wish we had gotten a Legend of Zelda All-Stars where they did, yeah. like, the first two Legend of Zeldas in this kind of graphic, or a Mega Man All-Star. Like, I want to see some other NES games done up like this now because it looks so good.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. It, it, especially, like, this, uh, Mario one and i guess lost levels because have you ever seen mario lost levels like how it originally looked
0: yeah i played it on the wii when they released it on the i beat it on that was the first time i beat it was on the wii on the virtual console okay yeah yeah it's i mean it's it's mario (laughs) it's the original mario it, well, yeah, but
1: also, like it kind of doesn't look as good at the same time, like it like the the some of the sprites look strange,
0: yeah, but, well, and like, like, and Luigi's got his stupid. I hate his fucking jump, so fucking, nice. <laughs> but you're right, yeah, like it 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 I've always said that the original lost levels to me feels like i like a fan made game. like it just yeah. doesn't seem it doesn't look quite right, doesn't play quite right. like I like it but yeah. it just doesn't seem quite right. Whereas you play it on here and it's like, God, Oh, it looks so good. I cannot. Yeah. And like, and it's, you know, what's nice is this is one of the rare games I'm talking about on the show. I'm going to stop saying everyone listening to the show has played it because every time I say that someone yells at me, it's like, no. I never played it. But like, I, I will lay money that 90 plus percent of the people listening to the show have played this package. So you all know exactly what we're talking about. It's just, they didn't, they did no harm nothing, nothing in this package is worse than the original games. Yes. Right. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You know how sometimes when there's a remake or a remaster, they just change certain things and you're like, like the crash bandicoot. They, they they remastered the crash bandicoot games a few years ago and they look great, but like they, some people have said, and I kind of agree they play a little bit different and not quite the same. Whereas these play identical to the originals, just better in every way. Oh, there is one place I was
1: like thinking about this. What what are some differences between the original? Is there like uh, something that stands out to me? And one, I, I mentioned this in the Mario One uh, episode, um, but I didn't I mention the how it's different in Lost Level or or in the the uh, All Stars, where uh, it's in I think level three one or three two of uh, Mario One. Yeah, uh, where. There's like a, a Koopa coming down uh, a staircase and you can jump on them and you can like-
0: Get like it infinite would balance lives. Against, yeah, you can yeah. get
1: infinite lives. Uh, and you actually, uh, I, you might be able to do it in the All-Stars version, but it, like the timing, something about the, the give, the mechanics is slightly off. And it's like inc- way more difficult than it ever was. <laughs>
0: So it's in funny. The original. It's funny that you bring that up because, like, I can't remember if I brought this up on on that episode either. But like, I think most of our listeners at this point know. I I don't consider myself really that great of. I would I would rate myself like a B as a gamer. I'm an average to slightly above. I I'm fine. Yep. Mario's the one exception. I'm like I'll I'll kick some ass in Mario. I get these games since uh, since from from childhood to today. Never, not one time in my life. Have I ever been able to make that work? My mom used to do it for me when I was a kid. I cannot do it. And I don't get it. So I never would have known that it's harder in this one because I think it's impossible no matter what. I don't (laughs) get how people do it. And if you don't know what we're talking about, yeah, there's this part in the original Mario where the Koopa Troopa is on like the final set of stairs and you jump on him on a stair and then you kind of kick him into the back of the stair, jump, land on him as he comes off the stair and it just starts a cycle. And you just yeah, end you keep,
1: up, you keep, you keep jumping and yeah, yeah it, you end up with like
0: lot, li- like it ends up breaking the live counter. You end up with like shapes in the place of your live numbers and stuff.
1: Yeah. And if you go too much, I think it crashes the game. I never got to that point, but yeah. apparently there is a, like a breaking point.
0: <laughs> I've never been yeah. able to, it drives me insane. I've never been able to do that and it pisses me off, but okay. Yeah. Well, that's that must just, maybe that has to do with like the way the sprites look or something now. Cause like. Yes, that could be. Yeah. And like, and because that's where I wanted to go is like starting like, I mean, there's really not much to say about these four games that we haven't said. All four games have been covered, which is why, oh, that's where I was going to go I, I, nine I, I, minutes ago. God, I suck at this job. Um, <laughs> I, I was a little, part of me is surprised it took so long to cover this, but part of me was like, is there really enough here? Like they're great games, but I don't yeah. want to re-break down Mario one, two, three lost levels. We've done all those. But then yeah. it was like when I got playing it I'm like the same functionality and the way they look and the way they sound yeah. and and everything it's just the it's it's just it would bother me if I wrapped up this podcast and never brought this package up because it's just yeah. too good a package to not sing the praises yeah, it, of. It, it
1: it was one that got me excited. It was the first time that I even considered like oh yeah, ma- remake the old games uh, uh like ma- make them look better is like it improved the games you know like i I never had consi- considered that because i think you are right i think it is the first time it's uh like a game has been you know remastered
0: i i uh, yeah like i'm someone's gonna be like uh oh, well uh tactically a commodore game was remastered i understand <laughs> but like this is <laughs> the first is good too. game that got remastered yeah. the first good games that got remastered so shut up um what was because gonna... th- you're also
1: talking about ports. If it went from Commodore and then went to another system, that's a port. That's yeah. different. Ah, wow, and you wow. might improve it. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly.
0: Not... No. This, I... this is uh
1: this is like going from the same maker uh and they remade it for their better system. Like yeah. it's not a it's not really a, a port.
0: And I love that they didn't change a lot. Like they did change some things. Like in Mario 3, they added where you can play the mini-game anytime you want. And, like, mm. they added a couple of little things. But, like, and I may be wrong on this because I – oh, sorry about that, everybody. That's me. I don't know. if no. Did you hear that? I know I didn't. Oh, okay. I just got an email notification, but maybe you guys didn't hear it. Maybe only I heard it. Um, What was I going to – god damn stupid. It wasn't even a good email. It was, like, a spam email. Damn it. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't remember because I haven't played the original Mario Brothers on this package in a while. I don't mm. think – in the original Mario Brothers, you can't do the high bounce. Like, when you jump off an enemy, you don't go all the way to the top of the screen like you do in, like, Mario 3 and stuff. And I don't think they changed that. Don't quote me on that. I don't think they did. And I always liked no, that the original I, Super Mario Brothers. you can't get that high jump. It adds the level yeah. of difficulty to the game that I like. It would break the game, yeah. frankly, if you could.
1: I I think that now you're me of an, another thing that I think is different in number one. Like Because, I, as I said, I think they kind of, like, tweaked some of the mechanics or something in it yeah because uh it's level eight one or eight two it's the one where there's like there's a pipe there's a one block gap then there's like a a thing that you like a block that you can stand on yeah yeah another block gap another uh block and then a big jump
0: that jump used to kill me all the time when i was a kid that jump
1: well you would have to you had to position yourself two different ways Uh, Like the old, I forget which one is which, but it was like you had to stand on one side of the pipe uh, and uh, pick up enough speed to kind of do it. And in the other version, you kind of had to stand on the right side of the pipe and do it because you like the the acceleration must have been a little bit different or something about it was mildly different, and it would throw me off. And it also threw me off when they, of course, made... Super Mario 35, and (laughs) released it again, and I'm like, oh no, I don't
0: know, man. Remember Mario 35? I don't want that to come back. I still to this day don't understand the logic. Like, like people were liking it. Why kill it? Why, like, sell it? If you're like, yo, we can't give this away for free anymore. Make it ten bucks. People will give you ten dollars for that game. I don't get why they killed that game. I don't understand it. Uh... It's the dude. Listen, I don't want to go... I could do an entire... I've done podcasts where all I do is get mad at Nintendo. And I don't want to do that (laughs) today because I'm a Nintendo fanboy. I've never hidden that I'm a Nintendo fanboy. But some of the decisions that this company makes, you're like, if you didn't have Mario and Zelda and Donkey Kong and insert your favorite franchise here, I'd be so done with you. Because some of the things they do are so weird. God. Yeah, I I have a feeling it's
1: like a difference of like business culture in japan i think there's, oh. i think it's slightly different you know Has like to i be. think there's
0: but it's just like it's just it, it... deleting mario 35 like why mario why? 3d yeah. all-stars everybody loves it but we're not selling it anymore why and right. it's like yeah. why is like why is your name why is, i sw- i i don't know a lot about technology ladies and gentlemen but i'm telling you right now nintendo's online still is like a dial-up thing like, their online is so... And I understand that it's cheaper than the other ones and all that. I get it. But it's like, I don't think they know that voice chat is a thing. Like, I don't think they know the other systems do that. I don't think they're aware of it. They just... I Okay, okay. Uh,
1: to be fair to Nintendo on this one, if Nintendo is all about kids' games, uh, and you just let uh, chat be a thing... In a Nintendo game, I, that I mean, game is no longer a kid's game I get anymore.
0: that, but I mean, like, there's a lot of kids' <laughs> games now that, like, I get it, but I just, they're just, and I, listen, like, <laughs> I really don't want to open the can of worms on Nintendo's online, because, like, I, for the value, for what I get, for the amount I pay, I'm happy with their online. It's just some of the things they do. I'm just like, man, you guys are just so, such a weird company. Anyway, we're going on, All right, uh, We're, we're uh, I want to get back to the good stuff they do, like Mario All-Stars. <laughs>
1: Uh, save feature, which oh. uh, you mentioned, which is so huge. And what I liked is that it, they uh, made the save feature different for each game, uh, according to what the game was, uh, because what was it? Uh, Lost levels, the hardest game on that collection by a long
0: shot. Oh, yeah. They I, g- yeah. They
1: give you a save function per level. Like you can restart from the level, uh, which is huge. Um, and I think I, I can't remember the others, but I think uh, Mario One is you start at the beginning of the world, oh, uh, yeah, right? And um, yeah, that that. But I, I did appreciate that you could restart because uh, I remember struggling so much. I actually technically have not beat lost levels. Uh, but I would have given up trying a lot earlier yeah, that if I had to restart from the beginning with three lives. Yeah, you well, know?
0: Lost Level Saving Grace is just that you get infinite continues. Like, that's mm. the only thing that saves that game from never being beaten. Like, that's the only way I've ever beaten that game is you don't even have to cheat it. You do have infinite continues. But the save stays still the save files still matter so much. I've n- I don't know if I've ever even used the save files for the original Mario Brothers because I could beat that no. game in, like, 20 minutes. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But lost levels, Mario two, and obviously the big one, like Mario three, Mario, yeah, Mario 3, three, dude, because like you can use the warp whistles, but that sucks. Like that's not the same. And if you, if you want to if you want to experience all the levels, that's a that's that's going to
1: take you some time, dude. That's you know? a
0: long game. And I've said it many times. Like I think Mario three is a, like everybody likes Mario three, right? Like, is there anyone that doesn't think Mario three is a good video game? I don't, I don't know. But like, if it's got one glaring flaw it's that there's no save. and like listen with mario 1 and mario 2 i can kind of understand the lack of save files because a lot of the early nes games didn't have them by the time mario 3 came out save files were a thing like battery saves were a thing and i do not understand the logic other than maybe like it was I don't know. Maybe they were like, "Well, we can manufacture these cards for three dollars less a piece if we don't put a battery." I don't know. And and like and like and they sold a trillion copies. So if you sell yeah. a trillion copies and save three dollars on every copy, that's three trillion dollars. But like, that's yeah. That's see, that's my business logic. Everything's just trillions. That's how we work in here. But like, <laughs> that game needed save files. That game is so. And the thing is, like you said, you can warp whistle, but you're doing yourself a grave injustice, skipping some of those yeah. levels and skipping right to level eight. Plus, you don't get all the power ups and stuff. Like, if you skip ahead to level eight and like, like how many of us, dude, you and I, you and I have talked a lot of NES games on the show. How many Mm -hmm. of us have left their NES on all day and gone to school or whatever, because they, they were in the middle of a long game and they couldn't save. So they just turned off the TV and covered up the light and hope their mom didn't notice like to be able to save. Oh my God. What a, I, I would, I would love to know what percentage of kids finally saw Mario three all the way through for the first time with this compilation because they didn't have to use the warp whistles.
1: Like like how much of a difference that made? Yeah, yeah. That's that's probably true. There's probably been,
0: and then not only the fact that you can save, but that you have four save files,
1: for each game.
0: It's not like a Pokemon thing where it's one save and then you got to buy another copy if you want more. Like that's a big deal. Like oh,
1: absolutely, yeah. Like that was, uh, that's that was a major major thing. Uh, the. Also, did did you know that there was another version of All Stars that also included Mario World? So are you I, aware? I,
0: I knew of it, but I've never. So I never even owned this as a kid. I used to rent it all the time, and my mm. and and my mom would always be like, "You already own those games," and I'd be like, "But these ones, are better. Like, as they look nicer." <laughs> I'd never <laughs> even until I was like an adult. I knew of the Mario All Stars Mario World package, but I'd never seen one anywhere. The, yeah. Dude, that is like. That, yeah. that that cartridge contains so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Mario 2, Mario 3, Mario Lost Levels and Super Mario World all in one. That's not even fair. That is an all-star lineup. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: I I mean, yeah, like I t- that's all of the Mario side-scrollers of well, at least from the the home consoles, right? Yeah. Like that's those are the like Mario 3 and Mario World are I think the two best Mario games. Like I, 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 I kind of don't think of the 3d Mario's in the same. If if you're talking, in if, the same if, realm, yeah, if you're talking because, 2D, like, platforming yeah. is, 2d platforming is because 2d platforming is way different than 3d platforming. They're it, not the same kind of game. It's better.
0: And I just want to get that in there. I like 3d. I like Mario 3d games and stuff, but 2d I'll, sure. I will never not prefer 2d platforming to 3d platforming. Never. Mm. And I agree with you. Mario Three and Mario World are the are the the crown jewels yeah. of two D Mario, and to have them both on a package, and that's you're like. So I don't know. I got to imagine they didn't remaster Super Mario World for that package. No, I assume it no, just, they did it's not. It's exact same just,
1: game. Yeah, they just uh, they just put it on there. But um, I, actually, this is what I, I wanted to, uh, as I'm thinking about this. I know we talked about how they updated the graphics. I think one of the ones like Mario One obviously was a big. It was a big change, and Lost Levels was a big upgrade. But I actually really also enjoyed the changes to Mario 3's aesthetic that they did, because uh, the, the original NES version of Mario 3, like, I was not necessarily a big fan of some of the, like, style choices that they went with that, like... When you go in the... Uh, yeah, it just, like, looks strange to me. When he looks that- straight
0: at the camera when he goes down a pipe, he looks weird. <laughs> he looks weird. He's He looks like his head is shaped like Arnold from Hey Arnold, like the football <laughs> shape. It <laughs> creeps me out. I don't like it. Sorry, good to but you. Like, I just, yeah, I hate that.
1: But but just, like, even um, the when you go underground and it was, like, the strange-looking blocks underneath... And uh, I didn't like that. Meanwhile, in Mario 3 uh, or in All-Stars, they would kind of like make it look like a cave somehow, you know?
0: Dude, and you know what else I really like that they changed is, uh, and I don't have all the what exactly they went from and to in this one, but like I'm I'm 90 because I've played the original NES Mario 3 a billion times and playing through the All-Stars version for the first time in quite a while, I'm 99% sure they changed some of the animals the Kings got turned into. When you got to them, the princes, like the king and like even that looked better. Oh, and then when you go to get on the airships, the way it looks like you're running outside of the castle and then you jump up and grab the thing. Like it's those little details, the backgrounds, like you said, the caves, the way you grab that thing, like forget the music. We'll get into all that, too. But like maybe the thing that to me is the most impressive looking in these games is the backgrounds like they look. So I would actually go as far as to say I actually like the way these games look better than Super Mario World. Like, and I Maybe. love Super Mario World, but I think these games look smoother. These games look nicer. They're like playing cartoons.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, I mean, All Stars probably had the benefit of like coming out after sure. Super Mario World. Sure. So, like, Super Mario World was the first game that came out on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. This one had the benefit of like, oh, we can even like. Make it uh make it look even better,
0: yeah, kind of yeah, thing. for the record, like that's less me dunking on the way Super Mario World likes, and more me just trying to show you just how much I love the way this game looks because everyone knows that like mm-hmm. i I worship the altar of Super Mario World, and I think this game, like I love I would love to see Super Mario World done in these graphics, like those like, cartoony to have another, smoother, go over kind of yeah, yeah, like dude, if they had included Super Mario World and redone it to look like these. I don't know if everybody would have liked it. The only thing I don't like about the redone graphics in this is when you go into a bonus level, like in Mario 1, and your stupid fat face is floating in the sky behind you. Or, like, I hate, I don't know why. I hate that. It's so weird. Like, like, I get that, like, listen, we're not going to sit here and argue whether or not the story of Mario makes sense. Because, no, it doesn't. (laughs) Mario is, like, three feet tall and obese, and he gets sent to some weird kingdom where he jumps on animals and fights lizards and can jump higher than Michael Jordan in Space Jam. And we all just turn a blind eye and we're like, it all makes sense. It's Mario, shut up. But why would his face just be plastered to the back of the wall in these bonus areas? That bothers me. Like, make it say bonus. Don't make, I hate, I it does. But I hate, I hate it. I hate that. And I don't know why. I don't know if that bothers you as much as it bothers me. I hate it. I hate it. This that this whole that? That... Oh. that.
1: Somehow, this whole universe revolves around the existence of this one man from yeah. apparently Brooklyn.
0: Imagine David. <laughs> imagine you won a house in 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 New York, and they were like, "We're moving you there, and you're gonna be a star," and blah 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 blah. And you got there, and you're like, "This is great." And then you walk into the bonus room of your house, and your face is just painted on the wall. You'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, I don't, I try, I, I know it's a little thing. But it's just – it literally – I'm trying to – I'm trying to say the good and the bad about this package, and it literally is the only bad thing I have is I hate that their face is plastered to the back of the – I hate it. (laughs) It drives me insane every time I see it.
1: I hate it. I I mean – I guess that speaks pretty well to the game that if that is the thing you have to rail on. Like, well, but, like, it's true. <laughs> just to get your, just to get uh, the Adam Blank rage out, you have to, yeah. like, complain about
0: a background and a bonus level. But, like, also, <laughs> well, it's so stupid. It drives me insane. But also, like, I, again, I'm calling my shot. I'm a fanboy. I'm wearing the fanboy glasses. I'm all over it. But I ask you, give me another criticism uh, like, yeah, like they don't
1: like yeah, it's really hard to complain because one, if you had a complaint about a complaint about any of the games, they, you know, it's not like they added more complaints. they sometimes fixed a lot of the stuff. uh there's not there's not a lot to really complain about because it just made everything it it it. Know what it did, I think it almost like it made the games look what you n- nostalgically remember yeah. the games to look like. You Indeed. know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they almost like, cause sometimes I I'll go back and play, you know, uh, one of the NES games. I'm thinking specifically of Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Yeah. And I know it looked better in the arcade. I know it did. Uh, I, at least I think so. But now maybe I'm also forgetting, but like, you know, you, pl- but especially when you go back now and play it, Uh, on the on the console it's like oh this game didn't look that great like it looked good like but you saw it through your child imagined it was yeah you
0: saw it through your little kid eyes and like it blew everything up and made it prettier and nicer and but
1: mario all-stars did do that that's what that's what they it's like this is as cool as i kind of like maybe remembered it or imagined it to be kind of a thing.
0: yeah and you know what's crazy too is like and again I'm I'm sorry I keep comparing this to like modern Nintendo but like it's it's it, it, in ways it fits like the Mario 3D All-Stars package that came out for the Switch last year whenever it came out with with Mario 64, Mario Sunshine and Mario Galaxy like I yeah. thought it was a a good a good package I really did but like they really did nothing to those games like they cleaned up the controls a little bit but they were like for the most part it's the ROMs like these are the games and yeah. like, and a lot of companies do that now. You see, like, I I have I have the Castlevania collection. I have Mega Man collections. I have the Contra collections. I have all those on my on my Switch. And it's nice that they've added save states and stuff like that. But for the most part, like, they're just the games. And we see them like, how many of people listening to this these days buy a modern compilation package of like retro games? And other than maybe adding save states, they're maybe like a rewind feature. Like they're basically just ROM dumps of the old games for the most part. And that's just become this industry standard for these packages. Yeah. And you look at this and like, David, if they had wanted to, they could have just dropped Mario 1, 2, 3 as they played on the NES, as they looked onto a mm. Super Nintendo package and sold it. But then they were yeah. like, well, let's give them lost levels because that'll get some people to buy it because that's a game they've never played before. And it was like, agree, because right. that was the first time we got it. But then they could have just done that and people would have bought it because there was a new old Mario game. But then they were yeah. like, let's remake it, everything and make it all look nice. Let's clean up the sound. Let's add all that. Yeah. Like, like, this is just one of those prime examples of like, and I feel a lot of, I'm not calling game developers lazy, but the business has certainly changed from 1993 to 2022. This was a time where they had to earn your dollar and earn your business. And they did so much. This is one of those games where you can see the heart and see the passion they put into it. This package and it just yeah it and it paid like that's why this is talked about as like an all time great instead of just like well these are just re released Mario games you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I I, I think you
1: kind of touched on why they haven't and which is like you you said like if they would have just dropped this into the into a cartridge not updated anything and like sold it that would have been enough that's it like that's that that's your answer right there of like why it is now there there's something about like The thing back in those days where they could like, oh, we believe that we actually have to put in a lot of effort and work to make this be. But, you know, maybe as they've gone along, they they realize you don't need to do that, and it takes a lot of resources to do that. It does, yeah. Here's the question, because I actually haven't really played the uh, Super Mario All-Stars 3D. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm thinking of uh, Super Mario 64. Did they, like improve the polygons because it's but it's very blocky right like they didn't
0: now they didn't no they didn't clean it up like it's not like like now here's the thing it would have been great if they had made mario 64 look like mario galaxy but i'm also assuming not knowing anything about technology or game development it is a substantially bigger undertaking to make Mario Probably. 64 look like Mario Galaxy than it is to make Mario Brothers look like Mario World. Like, well, I'm I, sure I, like, it's I, harder, but...
1: Yeah, but I don't know if, like, would it be that much more to, like, you know, round out the polygon? Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I, don't
0: like, I, listen, I, I like the 3D All-Stars package. I don't yeah. have a problem with people saying that it was kind of half-assed. I don't have a problem with anybody saying that, because I kind of yeah. feel the same way. And like, because
1: that's that's the difference that we're saying here to a certain degree. Like, it, it is probably like way. You are right. It probably is way harder to really upgrade 3D stuff. Sure. Uh, and like, maybe they didn't even have the files from Super Mario 64 to truly be able to like.
0: Yeah, maybe tinker
1: with it. Whereas, like, the timeline between Super Mario All Stars and you know Mario One, Two, Three uh uh is like a lot shorter so they probably still had access to all that Sure, stuff.
0: and i and to me like that's just it's just a testament to how the the high quality of this package when they're like instead of just giving us mario 1 2 3 as they are they're like let's throw in a fourth game Let's make them all look better. Let's add save files. Let's do all of this stuff. And then and then they were like, okay, well, that did really well. Let's take Super Mario World and throw it in there and sell it like that too. Imagine today if they had released 3D All-Stars, but they were like, oh, by the way, here's a Mario game that you never got in North America. We threw that in there too. Oh, by the way, we cleaned it all up. And then imagine a year later, they're like, this sold really well. We're going to re-release it with Mario Odyssey in it as well like i get that it's a different game and the development costs are infinitely higher than they were and all that but that's what this was in 1993 like that is a massive deal the only other reason i could think that they put that much time into cleaning these games up and make them look nice is at this point genesis was nipping at their heels and putting a bit of a fear of god in them and they were like let's make these games look as good as sonic looks because i've never hidden the fact that i don't love old school sonic but i adore the way the sonic games look on the genesis I still to this yeah, moment think yeah. they look better than anything Mario did back then. But these are as close to me as Mario got to looking as good as as the Sonic games.
1: Yeah, yeah. But... And I mean there there is a little bit of a difference there too cuz like they made sonic like a bigger sprite and everything like that like it it there's it's a difference of like the design that really like, really showed that yeah but uh
0: like it, <laughs> it's so funny because eh? like when they release like everybody knows now everybody knows to various levels they dunk on them nintendo is so infamous for reselling us their old games over and mm-hmm. over and over they're like hey we put them all on the wii Then they're like, we put them all on the Wii U, but you're going to have to pay more to transfer them over to the Wii U. Then they're on the Switch, but you can't have any of the ones you already bought. you got to pay for our subscription service. Now they're on the 3DS, but you're going to have to buy them again. We all know that's what Nintendo does. They resell their old games. And of all the examples of them reselling their old games, you look at this and you're like, this might be, this is like the first time they resold us old games. And to this day, it might be the best way they've resold us old games. (laughs) Like every other one from this, you could argue, has been a little bit crappier. Or a little bit more frustrating. But this time, like, my God, did they ever nail this. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have that, like, that Nintendo invincibility. I feel like Nintendo, I mean, maybe the Wii U showed them that, like, hey, you could still fuck this up. But, like, for the most part, (laughs) and I love the Wii U, but the Wii U is a disaster. But for the most part, Nintendo's almost untouchable at this point. Like they've yeah. got, they've got their franchises and for all the hate they get online for some of the things they do. Nintendo, like Mario will always sell. Always yeah. sell. In fact, I would go as far as to say, like I, I, we've, we've talked about this hypothetically before. Imagine if Nintendo decided to get out of this, the hardware um, market and just go third party. Yeah. Imagine the bidding war between Microsoft and, and PlayStation yeah. to get their hands on Nintendo. To get their hands on, like, oh, my God.
1: Exclusives. And Mario, stuff like Donkey
0: Kong, Zelda. Exactly, right? Like, yeah. n- And I feel like Nintendo will... They can make these weird decisions with their weird systems and their weird online. Because they know that people are always going to want Mario games. But this was an example. And maybe they didn't have that swagger back then. Maybe that's why we got the best of them in this package. But, like... Yeah. It's just truly... I know I keep repeating myself, but I'm just floored at the quality of this pack. Like, replaying it, I was like, this is so fucking good. Like, in every way. Oh, my God, it looks so good. I love it. I love this package so much. So, so he,
1: he, I have a couple of questions for you that, that, that I, I feel like, because I feel like we've kind of, like, covered, like, a lot of the updates and everything like that yeah I, did, did you want to talk about uh music at all i i didn't necessarily have anything because i i can't recall if there is a difference in the music there might have been
0: yeah it's I, I think it's a little bit better but like i've been i i mean like it, i like all of the it probably did sound music. as midi
1: uh, yeah. you know like it didn't sound like midi files i'm assuming but i don't i can't recall yeah i'm it, not a, i'm not one for sounds as much
0: like i i play a lot of the times when i play mario even as a kid I would have the sound off and I would like listen to my walkman. And sure, now yeah. like I'll listen to a YouTube video or watch TV while I'm playing or something. So right. like admittedly I don't li- and I've and I've heard these songs so many times that I'm like so, I'm yeah, good. But know. I I'm 90% sure they did clean the music up a little bit. Uh, like
1: for, yeah, just probably yeah, maybe yeah. cleaner but uh so here's the question I have for you if if would you rather uh, actually, let's start with this. Which uh, series from Nintendo would you like to see get like the Super Mario, or, like the All Stars uh, treatment? If, if you could take like a the, series and just make the graphics,
0: does it have to and be? A, does it have to be a Nintendo-owned series, or does it just have to be like a series on the NES?
1: It could be a series on the NES. Yeah,
0: then Mega Man, Mega Man one yeah. through six, done up like this.
1: Actually, they would do that. Would be cuz cuz that was the thing about Mega Man games like they had very blank backgrounds.
0: Like like yeah. i mean, they did their like i mean i'm sure they did their best but yeah i agree like dude so there's a, there actually is before everyone messages me and tells me this um on Genesis and actually it's on Nintendo online now too the Mega Man Wily Wars is like a 16-bit remake of Mega Man 1 2 3 that looked oh. like what these would look like and they look really? they look awesome but i don't care what you all say and i like the genesis the genesis controller is not precise enough for a game like mega man i hate the d-pad if <laughs> the d-pad works for sonic and it works for looser games the precision mega man takes i don't think that controller yeah. works so that would be my that would be but yeah i would mega man all day mega Ma- man one through six done up like this Oh, I would, I'm would. i not even kidding, and I'm going to ask you your answer. But you give me Mega Man 1 through 6 with better graphics, better music, save files. I'm not even joking, and I know some of you get mad at this, but, like, I would pay $100 for that package. I would, I would be like, I'd be all over. Because I love those games so much, and I want to see them done better. So that would be my pick. What about you? Now, I was going to
1: say, like, I was thinking in Nintendo things, and I was like, oh, it'd be probably a Zelda thing. But the thing with Zelda is like they didn't really have backgrounds. I guess in Zelda Two, when you'd go to the side scrolling, there was like. But, Mega Man is such a good. I think you nailed it because here's the thing with Mega Man. Uh, A lot of the stuff that was not great about it was like. The backgrounds and stuff, like it was black, uh, blank backgrounds, and the structures that you're climbing on were very basic. Like, the characters look great. But, like, even... Uh,
0: they, they do, but even them, like, imagine the Robot Masters could, with, like, more detail, like, bigger, brighter yeah. sprites, you know? Oh, and yeah, that... You
1: could up—you could update them, but basically what I'm saying is, like, I, I think you're right where there's just so much detail they could then add yeah. to those games Plus, that's just not there. And, and the music, I don't know if you'd need to really change the music too much, especially in Mega Man 2. Uh,
0: but... I, that's yeah, like, well that's what i was gonna say if you just like just polish up that music a little bit more yeah. like oh buddy oh uh it's, yeah they can do it i know. could have a whole like because like i wanted to say the contra games too but like i've always said sure. this like i actually don't like contra 3 the alien wars on the super nintendo very much and i know a lot mm-hmm. of people love it i much prefer contra and super c i think they're I think less is more with them. I like how they're tight and I can see. I find Contra 3 I have a harder time seeing where all the shots are coming from and stuff compared mm-hmm. to the NES ones. Um I think Castlevania would be rad. I think seeing games like Kirby or River City Ransom, like there's so many Battletoads, like there's so many classic NES games I'd love to see. Like I did yeah, the the double theme.
1: dragons and all this kind of stuff. Uh yeah.
0: But I just I man, I just I, I well, I I don't.
1: I'll ask, I'll, I'll ask this because this is sort of like a remake question. Do you think did, did you like Link's Awakening they they redid it in 3D? Yeah. Or I loved yeah.
0: it, loved it.
1: Do you think that they could do that with the Mario Brothers? So it's kind of like the same question, but just like flip flopped, As in, if you took like Mario One, Two, Three, and just kind of like made it sort of 3D ish, like.
0: I mean, would, I I'd, I'd play I, it. I, I guess
1: the mechanics would change cha- change too much. You would have to completely redesign the game. I yeah, like
0: because the thing is, like Link's Awakening is top down. I think if you were to yeah. re- if you were to remake these games again now, you'd have to make them look like the new Super Mario Brothers games. Yeah, and and new Super Mario Brothers takes more shit than I think it deserves. But I do yeah. like these better. Like I like these. Yeah, better. Yeah, and those. and
1: and the mechanics that would suffer. I yeah. think like because the, the the differences between like the way new super Mario brothers moves versus say Mario one, it would like, I don't think it would work as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess if you're going to do Zelda's yeah. Like Mario, uh, Zelda one,
0: like to see Zelda, Zelda one Zelda remade looking kind of like link to the past. And then to see or, Zelda two just remade in an art style like this. Yeah. That'd be pretty sick. Like I'd be yeah. all over that, but I just, I don't know if they'll ever do it again. I doubt they will with this, Like, I wonder yeah. what this package too, like, cause at this point, Genesis is around, Genesis is kind of scaring them a little bit. They're fully aware that at this point there's no Pokemon. Zelda's relevant, but Mario is still the captain of this team. I wonder if part of it was they're like, hey, we could probably bang this out without too much work and time and resource you know, spending, and this'll keep us afloat till whatever the next bit you know what i mean like this is one more bullet yeah, in that I mean, chamber You're probably right yeah like i wonder if that's part of it because they do go back to. i mean it's the mario well right like they're always going to go back to the mario well but at least but like this fact still remains and i know we're going around in circles this is why i was like not sure if this would even work for an episode because we've already covered all these games but like i just like i i cannot praise enough there's literally no half-assing in this package. It is just quality all the way through, and the value is insane. In fact, I would go as far as to say, if you gave me a Super Nintendo and said I could only own one cartridge, without yeah. even thinking twice, it would be the All-Stars plus Mario World package. Yeah. Like, it's the, the value there is is unbelievable. Like, well,
1: hey, well how, how about this? If you could not get the one that also include, uh, included Super Mario World, would you choose Super Mario World on its own, or would you take this package of four?
0: Oh fuck! I don't <laughs> know. I'm like I don't. There's more. Ba- there's World more value. It is, is the
1: greatest Super Mario World? I think is the greatest game. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It is the greatest game. Uh, but that's like hard shit.
0: I can play. Those other I, ones. I can play these four more yeah. than I can play one Super Mario World. I don't know. What would you take?
1: I I th- I think I would agree. I would go with the package of four. Uh, as hard as it would be, but because so, Super Mario Three is kind of like you know three fourths of the way to Super Mario yeah, World. You know is. what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's
0: it's if Mario World's a ten, then I'm like Mario Three. Especially these versions of them, I'm like Mario Three is a nine. Mario Eight is an 8, is is an or Mario Two is an eight. The original Mario is probably close to an eight. Lost levels is like a seven. I like it, but it's you know I'm it's, like it's I'm, so tough. It's so, yeah. it's
1: hard to enjoy it when it's so difficult. Yeah. I
0: would I would rather have four slices of good pizza than one slice of great pizza. Yeah. Like I'd rather have fours. Yeah, but that's I don't want to ever answer that. That sucks. Yeah, that's that's a <laughs> hard
1: question. Hey, I know I I I know how to <laughs> Because we could just put every great game in. Yeah, sure, I'd buy one cartridge that has all the great games. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, like, the thing
0: is, like, it's not even cheating this time because this is one really it? does, they really, like, I can't even believe that exists. Like, again, imagine, a, imagine like, here's here's Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, Mario Galaxy 2, and we added Odyssey. Like, and I understand they're much bigger, longer, more expensive games, but, like, that's an insane amount of value. It's insane. Yeah. Anyway. Well, here's the question: Would you rather
1: have Super Mario All Stars uh, with the Super Mario World or the Super Mario All Stars 3D?
0: Oh, uh, All Stars with Mario World. Yeah, yeah. Just because I I yeah. I like two D Mario much better. Like, and I I listen. Mario Sunshine is a weird. I like that game. It's a weird fucking game.
1: That's yeah, a weird year, <laughs>
0: and I and Mario sixty four I've made peace with. But if I never played that game again, I'd be fine. <laughs> so,
1: I've made peace with. Like yeah, it's it's dying in its uh, hospital bed. Yeah, battery. we like, we finally said final we device. we
0: called a truce after I actually it was because of the three D All Stars re release because I got to play with a pro controller, and I was yeah. like, man, when you actually have a controller, Mario All their Mario sixty four is pretty damn good. Anyway. It,
1: it, it's it's like bret hart uh fixing things up with sean michaels uh yeah you know. yeah exactly
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah uh oh jesus okay we should wrap the- i don't know what else to say where i i don't know this i hope this was a fun episode for everybody this was more of a nintendo discussion but i mean if you're interested yeah. if you go back in the archives uh mario 3 was back in like i think episode 16, 16. mario yeah. 2 was i don't know somewhere in the 70s or 80s Lost Levels was somewhere in there. Mario One was episode one hundred and fifty. We've gone into great detail on all four of these games before, so I mostly just wanted to blow this this compilation because I just think it's so damn good.
1: I because I th- I the, well I guess the last thing I'll say is like it, as we've kind of covered is that it's the only compilation that really swung for the fences and like did something with with it that was like genuinely elevated the, the the core of it yeah like you see remasters now and it's like yeah it looks maybe a little bit cleaner a little bit like oh there's more ray tracing in it or whatever yeah. but it, it it essentially looks like the same game it doesn't play that this no. is such a, a stark difference yeah and i think that that that's why to talk about this compilation and Makes sense. I don't think there's another compilation game that you could really put on any kind of, like, worthwhile... No.
0: And the thing is, is, like, we're seeing tons of these retro collections now. Everybody knows, right? Contra, Castlevania, Sonic, Mega Man... The list goes on and on about all these. We're about to get the Cowabunga collection for the Ninja Turtles. Now, I will say they're not charging full price for any of those compilations. Like, they're not charging $80 Canadian for those. So, like, if they were, listen, like, if the Cowabunga collection, that Ninja Turtles Cowabunga collection that's coming out in a couple weeks, if they were charging $80 for that, I could see, even I would be like, what the, whoa, 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 what the fuck? But they're giving you like a package of retro games at a discount price. I'm fine with that. But if they put the work into those games, they did this one and cleaned up all the graphics and everything, they could get away with charging full price. Like I would be considered, like I, because at this point, like it's, I have played Super Mario 3 on the NES countless times and playing the All-Stars version, it's not a brand new game, but in some ways it does feel like it. Like, yeah. it is really spectacular. Like, it is just... This is... Okay, so before we close it, because we will score this and wrap this up. If you had one choice for the rest of your life, you can either play the original versions of these games or you could play the All-Stars versions. Which Which one are you taking?
1: All-Stars all all, all hand down. Right? Like, it, I, I would not even think twice. Me yeah.
0: too. And, and that's a testament to how good this is because those games are some of, them, like... I know you're in the same boat as me. Like, the original NES versions of these games are some of my most beloved video games ever. And yep. I would give them up if I could only play these versions instead, because these versions are just better. Yeah, like that's yeah, incredible. Absolutely. Whereas, like, and like that doesn't happen a lot. Imagine ask a diehard Star Wars fan, you can only watch like the modern <laughs> Blu-ray, DVD, whatever versions, or you can watch the original versions of the Star, like of the Star Wars trilogy. I I don't know, but I assume a lot of people want to go with the original versions. Like yeah, I don't yeah. know, Like Before right?
1: before all the special edition changes. Yeah, like stuff, it just yeah, yeah. that
0: doesn't happen often. That's a all right. That's a good. That, there we go. There we go. (laughs) How the hell do we score? I mean, I don't want to score it out of four because it's you. That's too easy. You know what? You need a hundred coins to get an extra life. That'll work. Yeah. So out of a hundred, what would you score? And we are not doing Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World because I'm not going to lie to you all. I would give that 200 out of 100. (laughs) We're just doing Super Mario All-Stars without Super Mario World. What are you you scoring it out of a hundred?
1: You know What? Because in the past when I've rated these games, I usually do, like, the modern, like, what do I rate them now yeah. versus how I would rate it back then. And I think what's unique about this one is that it's going to be the same score for me. And I think it's, like, this is probably, like, uh, nine. It's nine because of the value. You yeah. get, like, four games. you get. A, it's different vibes to it like super mario 2 is different than the others around it yeah you know like they all play a little bit different they all have and they're all good quality games so it's kind of like the the sum the sum of it is better than the individual parts right like it's it 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 elevates it even on a modern scale for me
0: absolutely Uh, truth be told man when you and i sat down 49 minutes ago and started talking i was ready to go like one of my rare 100 out of 100s because I'm like, I love all these games. I love Super Mario. But I'm going to go 99 out of 100
1: because, because of the, the Mario. fucking
0: bonus faces. It costed, it costed a point. I hate those faces so much. That costed a point. Outside of that, though, like the, these games are practically <laughs> flawless. And I can't imagine there's very many people listening to this that haven't played these. But if by yeah. some insane chance you haven't, if you've got a Switch, they're included with SNES Online, and they are just the definitive way to play three of the greatest platformers ever made. And one of the biggest trolling platformers ever made in lost levels, right? <laughs> but like great, great game. I, I adore this package. Uh, so good. And, uh, <laughs> I think we're done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we, should we, uh, should I promo my stuff?
0: Yeah. I was just going to say, that's all that's left. What do you got going on? Let people tell people where to find your, uh, your voice. Or whatever
1: yeah, uh, okay. yeah the thing that's uh you know i still been working on is a podcast called quantum kickflip uh which is about teenagers going into other dimensions to you know play stunts and tricks and all that kind of stuff a lot of good teenage angst in there uh, but it's a lot of fun based on a game by uh called slug blaster uh which was designed by uh an edmonton fellow here uh and yeah it we just wrapped up season one so if you're like one of those people like i just want to wait till the thing's done and i can just you know pile through it season one is completely out now and we are going to be starting season two with new characters and uh we're still going to be playing slug blaster but uh we're going to have a new uh, game master and, and i'm really looking forward to it so awesome. and I, I think i think i think we landed the finale uh I, I I don't like to toot my horn too much on the on things like I I'd get hard on myself, but uh, I I think we actually did well and I'm very proud of it. So
0: good. Uh, I, I well. know for a fact there are members of our community that listen and love that show too. So yeah. check it out, everybody. Quantum Kickflip. You will be able to find the, its information in the information on this show. So it's like yeah, I, I was trying to think of like a clever way dot, to say. dot
1: com. If you, yeah, you, you can find all the stuff there. Facebook, it's it's simple. You, people know how to operate in the real world now. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, know I, I, mean? I feel like you
0: like you make the oh. links and stuff, but it's like just fucking Google the name of the thing and you'll find it. Yeah, fucking. If I how, can do it, you can do it. Quantum
1: kickflips are out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: You, if I can do it, you can fucking do it. Quantum kickflips. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but the information i can't imagine. you know what actually i'd be willing to go as far as to bet that like not a single person has ever been like i'm gonna go to the description of this podcast to find like no one does that they find shit on google i've never done it i found yeah. other things that are plugged i never go to the description of the podcast to find stuff but if by some chance yes. you're a you're a yeah. boomer and you don't know how to do anything else and you want it it will be there you can find it in the description of the podcast so
1: yeah you know you know how boomers just love video games
0: yeah I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to start leaving like secret messages in the descriptions of the podcast to see if anyone ever reads them. Cause every week it's the thing I hate the most about the podcast every week is writing up the little, like the oh, yeah, description. Should. And I hate, I hate doing that. And it's just like, no one. And I'm like, no one reads this. I'm going to start writing that in there at some point. I'm just going to put keywords in the descriptions and just see if anyone finds any of them. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, buddy. Good stuff, David. Thanks for doing this man. Uh, Yeah, that was fun. and that's gonna do it for this week's episode david thank you so much for giving me a call and talking super mario all-stars and every single one of you nerds listening right now whether this was your first experience with remember the game or your 210th thank you so much for the support i very much appreciate it uh like david mentioned no one's gonna look in the description of the podcast for it just google quantum kickflip but you will find his information in the podcast description if you're interested and uh speaking of google and stuff like that if you thought hey this was not that bad of a podcast. Maybe leave us a nice review. We've been getting some nice reviews lately, and they make me feel good when I feel bad about myself. You can just give it five stars on whatever podcast service you're on. I'm not sure what it accomplishes, but if the good podcasts are asking for it, then we're fucking gonna. And uh, and if you're thinking, man, I would really like more of these, well, if I got news for you, my friend, there is well over 200 bonus podcasts waiting for you at patreon.com slash remember the game the second you sign up for two dollars a month instant access to over 200 podcasts and you're getting two additional ones every week tomorrow expansion pass number 124 will go live where i'll be ranking the best games i've played since i launched remember the game and game patch 102.0 will go live on friday which will cover all the biggest news and video games over the past week or so so patreon.com slash rememberthegame you get extra podcasts you can join our discord you can DM with me you can fucking write in to play along on the show all kinds of fun stuff about the best value ever and 5% of it's being donated to charity you can also uh, find me on Twitch twitch.tv slash rememberthegame I have no real schedule so just follow and then it'll tell you what I'm on you can come by whenever I'm there and me I'm stupid or whatever you want to do. And uh, I, I don't always plug it, but we have a PO box as well. It's PO box 69181, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, T6V1G7. And if you can't remember that, it's just fine. I can't. And it it's my PO box. Go to rememberthegamepodcast.com and you can find that address and links to our Patreon and links to our back catalog and just about everything else you could possibly want to know about the show. All right. That's going to do it for this week's episode. We'll be back next week with Remember the Game number 211. And admittedly, I don't know what game that's going to be about yet. But a couple of the contenders are uh, Altered Beast, are uh, Tubin, are Metroid for the NES, are Abe's Odyssey. I have no idea which one it's going to be, but there'll be an episode there in seven days. All right. Uh, I'm going to shout out some patrons and get the hell out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers. Goodbye. Remember the Game is brought to you by our Patreons. I could not puke up all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the Senior Executive Vice President level or higher at patreon.com slash rememberthegame, and as such, I am contractually obligated to thank them at the end of every podcast. So a huge thank you to... Makeshift mellow magic shift money Joe Buck Sharonic, Andre Keegs and his stupid arrow handle James Clark da- er, oh man King Bahamut just fucked that name fucked me up getting thrown in there King Bahamut Dave Dave McGee DNA Gaming Slick Rick Doug Dorn Charlie Maderos Andrew Wright Jordan the good enough gamer on YouTube Fraser Burns Little Bunny Fufu eighty nine Angry Ticks Dave Thompson No One Cares Brandon O'Brien Aaron Lawson Nathan Tremblay A Town Morgan Zane Donovan Ryan Kinchen Mike Maloney G nine PSX Wolfgang Darren Sam Wright Andy Hudson Chris Copeland. Doogie, Wolf, Magic, Twenty-One, Johnny, C.C.D.C., Joe LeBlanc, Squints, Titan, Four Twenty, Zonko, Five Hundred Four, Russell Aldridge, Jeff Bergeron, Captain N, Game Nomad, Messi, Daniel, Tunable Power, John Woodruff, Randy Barrage just a fish, Noob Q, Super Dad Bros Podcast, Denzalo, Holmes, Zach Shepard, Chris Dickin, Matthew D'Amico, Frosty Feet 492, Triple, Austin Cook, Elijah Burns, Stephen Parnell, Ray San Juan DBXJ, Jameer Williams, Steve Dolk, Phil McCracken, Trav H, Mizuru, Nicholas Chaffee, David Marcus, Phil Lencher, Ruben Elizalde, Eric James, Riley Turvey, Jake Carter, Mexican Johnny, C Spin, Thomas Smith, Nicola, Munch Macucci, Leroy Westrich, Dark Squall, Jerry the 3D Printed Sauce, Russell Segway, I, I how the fuck do I say your last name? God, that name fucks me up, Russell. And you've told me, and I still can't fucking get it right. Russell, there. There. Evolva, Sean Ramos, Stevie Cooper, Stud Still Smash, Mojo the Helper Monkey, Brant Hewitt, Gabe, Dan Fusselman, Aaron Mitson, F- Fuzzy Ninety Nine, Decoy Man, John Jameson, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scary Terry, Bucky Duck, Benjamin Swiller, Hogzilla, Hego Waffle, Kaatch, Jimothy, Joe Stone, Chris Williams, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Nicole Novak, Cody Richardson, General Fury, Dem Boys on the Roof, James Juan Francesco, the Jemadian Nightmare, Matt Hamilton, Nomad, James Black, Sam Carpenter, Nerdy Hybrid, Adam Fletcher. Colin Bollinger, Justified01, Lucas, Joey Mercury, You Lick My Butt, I.R. Jackal, Theran, Squeak Nuts, Isaias, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, Lance Jones, Brian Neese, nice, Christian Gabriel, Maverick Marty, Big Poppy Logan, Phil Va, Phil Va, Val, sorry, sorry, Phil, John M. Watkins, Beef Dingleberry, Hitchy Poo, Dave, Daniel Matthews, Artic Fission, this has been a really bad edition of the shoutouts, Rimaldo Marquez, Connor McCann, Bulma Simp, Mark Nele, Darren Dickey, Trevor McKee, Quiet Place Queen, Cam Nelly23, and Zamato. Holy fuck, I suck at this. Uh, thank you so much for the support, everybody. You're all the best, and uh, I'll talk to you again next, one, or next time. Fuck. Whatever. So long. Thank you. Purple Monkey Dishwasher. <coughs>